0: Our sages taught, if there is a plague in the city, a person should not walk in the middle of the road due to the fact that the angel of death walks in the middle of the road, since in heaven they have given him permission to kill within the city. He goes openly in the middle of the road. The sages also taught, if there is a plague in the city, a person should not enter the synagogue as the angel of death leaves his utensils there, and for this reason, it is a dangerous place. And so we stayed home for a very long time. Our theme this year at Beth is Nashuva, Let Us Return. It is taken from a verse from the scroll of Echa, which is, Hashivenu Adonai Elecha Venashuva Chadesh Yameinu Kakedem. Let us come back, renew our days as of old. We can never be exactly as we were. We cannot renew our days exactly as of old, but we can come back. And come back we did. We witnessed on Rosh Hashanah in this room and on the entire Betsetic property, both inside and outside the building, people were finally ready to return. Those near the front of the room might have seen me grab tissues when we sang Hayum at the end of Rosh Hashanah Davening on day one, as I was so overcome with emotion at the fullness of the room, the fullness of people and the fullness of spirits. There were hints that this could happen, although I cautiously ignored them. This is one of the hints that I did not realize was indicative of a larger trend. It was either Thursday or Friday before Rosh Hashanah, And I watched as something amazing happened. Jeff and Neil met in real life for the first time. They had spent months together, morning and night, online during the darkest months of the pandemic when our physical doors were closed, saying Kaddish for loved ones on Zoom. They were different squares on a screen because the doors to their spiritual home were locked. But on the day they met in real life, They were standing outside the shul main office, renewing their membership and picking up their high holiday tickets. Nashuva. They met at their spiritual home. I found the moment to be very profound. I loved witnessing Jeff and Neil meet, but I had to wonder what was going through their heads. On the eve of 5783, Neil and Jeff were certainly different from whom they had once been. And while they both suffered the kinds of losses we all experienced during COVID, they also suffered the loss of family members as well. How were they able to return? From where did their strength come from? This is an eternal question. The psalmist asked it too. I turn my eyes to the mountains from where will my help come? Did their strength come from Adonai, Oseh Shammai, vaAretz? Aretz? Did it come from God, the creator of the heavens and the earth? How do we find strength after suffering loss? We can rarely go back, Kekadem, when people die. But we can, Chadesh yamenu. We can never go back exactly to the way it was or the way we were when our loved ones were with us. But we, each and every one, does have the ability to Chadesh Yamenu, to renew our days. So how do we renew our days as of old when so much has changed, when so much is different? As a start, by gathering together on this Yom Kippur, we are actually reenacting what Jewish people have done since the temple stood when they gathered at their holy space. This is Nashuva. This is returning. Yom Kippur was the one day of the year that was reserved for the high priest to enter the innermost room of the sanctuary, the Kodesh HaKodeshim, the Holy of Holies, to be with the divine presence, seeking forgiveness and renewing the people's connection with God. If you're here to say Yisker, then someone who was close to you, someone or many people you loved, is no longer with us. And when these people left the world, we were left with unknowns. How do we live without them? How do we renew our days without them? For some of us, this is a new, raw question. And for others, we've been trying to figure it out for years and decades. To provide one answer to this question, how can we, who are left behind, renew our days, I want to share a text from Rabbi Shalom Noah Berezovsky, was also known as a Slonomer Rebbe, Rabbi Berezovsky explains the secret to surviving the storms of life, such as a death, lies in our ability to proactively navigate the waters that threaten to drown us. And we all have them, don't we? Death completely throws us off. One day someone is with us and the next day they're not. We can't make that phone call. We can't stop by. We can't pick up groceries. We can't touch them. Continuing on a theme I brought up last night, I want us to return to the narrative of Noah and the flood. The Slonomer Rebbe teaches that the thing that will enable us to successfully move into and through what is new and unknown is our ability to build our own personal ark. He explains, the Torah starts out with the story of the flood in all of its details The flood did not come about as a form of punishment. Rather, it was the corruption of that generation that caused the ruin of all existence. God saw the earth, and here it had gone to ruin. The blessed Holy One saw that the whole of creation was so corrupt that it no longer had the capacity to sustain itself. It was not actually God who caused the flood to happen, the Slunomer Rebbe will remind his reader. It was us. And just as we as human beings have the power to destroy So, too, we have the power to build. We have the power to rebuild ourselves even in the face of intense loss. We can rebuild cities, the world, and we can rebuild ourselves. We can, Chodesh Yameinu, we can even rebuild ourselves with the physical absence of the people we love. So how do we do this? How are we to survive the chaos and the confusion? We need to build an inner ark that can save us even in the worst moments. The Slonomer explains, The Torah also instructs us how to repair even the state of the generation of the flood by means of Noah's ark. Just as Noah's ark functioned with regard to the whole of the world, so too it functions for us as individuals. That is, in each of us, there is a seed of vitality, and it is from the seed that we are able to return to rebuild our spiritual worlds. It is an expression of God's love for us that God planted in our very being a spark of the divine that provides us with exceptional powers such that no matter how coarse we may become, we still have it in our power to rise up again by virtue of that spark in us. Wow. We have the power to discover a point of light, one pure spot within ourselves that becomes our source for repairing and for building and rebuilding inside of all of us is intense strength, but we need to find it in order to chadesh yamenu and to We need to find it in order to renew our days and continue in the face of loss. Once we can learn to recognize that light and to harness that light, we gain the capacity to build our own arcs, to remain control and to redirect ourselves in a healthy and stable direction Even when the people we love are no longer with us, we have to look deep within ourselves to find our inner reservoirs of spirit, the inner spiritual strength. We all have one, it's there. According to a Midrash, when God was ready to create human beings on the sixth day of creation, God decided to give the human being a special gift. God would give each one of them holy sparks of God's special goodness. Now, the angels, who were very close to God, heard about this, and they were very jealous and angry. They didn't want the human beings to have a special gift from God that they didn't have. God heard about their unhappiness and thought it over, and finally God said to his friends, the angels, Okay, I'll make a deal with you. I'll still give the human beings the holy sparks of my goodness, but you pick the place that I'll put those sparks. You can hide them anywhere you want in the world. And that is where I will put them. So the angels, they had a big meeting to decide where to put the spark, somewhere in person, somewhere on Zoom. And first, one angel said, Let's put them at the top of the highest mountain. It's so steep, it's so very far up in the sky. And then another angel said, Nah, those human beings that God is going to make, they're going to have strength and perseverance. They're going to work out a way to get to the top of the mountain eventually. Another angel piped up, okay, what if we drop the divine sparks at the bottom of the ocean? The humans aren't fish. They won't be able to hold their breath long enough to get down there. But then another angel objected to that idea, saying those humans, they're going to be smart. They're going to have intelligence. They will figure out how to build a machine that will enable them to travel underwater. The bottom of the ocean is not a good solution. Now, the angels were getting frustrated. They rejected putting the sparks deep in the forest or buried in the sand. They just didn't know what to do. And finally, the youngest angel said in a quiet, still voice, she said, I have a better idea. Here is what we will do. We will ask God to hide those divine sparks of God's special goodness inside of each human being. They'll never think to look there. Our role is to search inside and find that divine spark that is inside each and every one of us. And from that spark, we need to build our own arcs to shelter us from the storms of fear and unknowns and the physical absence of people we love. So that we can survive the chaos and the confusion. And each one of our arcs, it's good, they're going to be different. Just as everyone grieves differently. But each one of us has a spark of God, an inner strength, a seed of vitality that can build spiritual worlds, that can make us stronger, and that can help us navigate through uncharted waters. And yes, it will be harder to find for some of us, but it's there. It's inside all of us. And we can chadesh Menu because the spark is there. Life will never be exactly kiketim like it was, but we can chadesh Menu. The Slodomer Rebbe reminds us that if we can tap into that spark, we can chadesh yamenu. We are here today as a community about to say Yisker, and we've all brought our arcs with us. I encourage you to close your eyes for a moment. Take a private moment. Place your hand on your heart to feel your arc. That is what is giving you strength to be here right now enter this room for Yisker, it's an act of courage. It demands that our hearts not paralyze our feet and that our eyes release our tears and that our hands open to accept the pain of remembrance instead of clenching into fists. Our inner arcs will guide us as we turn in our booklets to page six.